What's happening, everybody? One second. Sorry, I always have to check out if my mic is on or not, because uh, I am anxious and I can never trust myself. So, welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I actually just got off an interview, which will be coming out next next week? Something like that. Um, one of my mental health chats, and for those of you new to my channel, mental health chats are... Uh, probably going to be the majority of what I put on here, but also I try and, I don't know, just talk and rant for a little bit because uh, I don't want to say I'm good at it, but it does come pretty natural to me, to come naturally to me to, you know, to talk on and on and on. And, you know, this way uh, nobody can interrupt me and tell me that I'm being rude. So it works out. <laughs> so um, I just talked to, uh, I just did a mental health chat or recorded a mental health chat with uh, this girl named Devin. Uh, really cool. Um, she runs a YouTube channel called uh, Just a Mental Note. And I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, my experience with interviewing people because I <laughs> it's really funny. I, I don't know how people who watch the interviews feel, but I can really do I can really tell, obviously because I edit the videos. I can really tell like how anxious I am in that moment. I can always always tell and before this interview in particular i <laughs> i i kind of was was honest with her during the interview i was like i didn't know where to start because when i talk to people usually they have a couple diagnoses uh diagnoses i think that's how you say that word whatever uh they have multiple uh diagnoses and they end up like i'm you know usually when i i meet people you know they have like with me it's depression social anxiety and mania mania is not a big deal anymore um so depression and social anxiety we focus on those two well this particular person had uh, quite a few and i didn't really know too much about some of them so when i was watching videos i would do some research on it and kind of do that stuff and one thing that i i realized was that going through all that research when i actually did talk to her um, because I was freaking out about this interview, guys. I, I don't know exactly how to tell you that. Because because A, I have a big problem with talking to to, to women in general. Um, I've, I've always have. And I even kind of told her at the very end that, uh, you know, I do. I did seek a therapist for this. Um, and it did get better, obviously. I can... Well, we're talking on webcam, so it's not like I'm looking her in the eye, but um, I'm able to at least express myself and not curl up into a ball and, you know, just let her let let people let women kind of walk all over me or or dominate a conversation or just to the point where I, I can't really um, express myself. But, you know, there's that um, not not saying that I haven't had women on my podcast before. I did have a mental health sharing uh, Stephanie on before, uh, but it was. It was just so nerve wracking because every single time, and it, it, that's with every every single one of these interviews, it's all the same. I am nervous to all, you know, not just because there are girls, but when there, even when there are, uh, you know, with Citadel, with uh, mental health as well, with with all these people, even with my my pastor, even with people I knew, actually with people I knew, I was even more afraid because I was just like, what if I throw them a dud? Meaning if I excuse me, with, if I throw them like a bad question and they have to sift through this terrible question that I asked them, uh, <laughs> funny enough, I feel like I did that with, um, with Paul, uh, also known as, uh, uh the morning Miss 99, uh, above and beyond schizophrenia. Um, I, I feel like I threw him like four or five duds and he just 
went with them. And I was just like, thank you, Lord. This guy knows how to talk because I don't apparently. And I, I really wanted to make this episode today, which I'm probably going to end up title titling, um, you know, even if you even if you don't want to do it, do it. Maybe I won't name it that because I feel like that could be a very misleading title and <laughs> could encourage things that I don't want to encourage. But I just want to get this point across, whatever I title is, the, the, the name of this podcast in particular. Um, I do want to get this, this through. And this kind of goes back to my last uh, podcast that I did, which was about the myth of Sisyphus. And for people that haven't listened to it, um, the Sisyphus was a king that was very tricky to the Greek gods and was punished by rolling a stone up a, uh, up a hill. And then every time he'd roll it all the way to the top of the hill, the stone would fall down and he would have to go back down. That was basically his job for all of eternity. And um, one of the things that, one of the ways that it correlates with what I'm talking about right now is um, every single time I go through one of these interviews, uh, the, the, the process before, like I just got through with this interview and then I have a... Um, I have another one with another YouTuber, uh, which I won't exactly announce now, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing a, another interview on Friday and now I have to go through that whole process again. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. Why am I doing this to myself? But it's funny enough when I was talking to Devin, um, all of a sudden the, the fact that we shared mental illness almost immediately disrupted all the anxiety that I had. I, I don't know if there was anxiety on her end, but, um, she didn't show it very much, but I, just was complete a complete wreck so i invited her to just to show you how bad of a wreck i was when i invited her to the zoom call uh, about i think 10 minutes beforehand i was just like wait a minute did i get the wrong time zone because uh, i won't say what time zone she's in but um different time zone and I was like, oh my God. And for people that don't know, I'm in central time zone. I was like, oh my God, did I get the time zone completely wrong? And then I talked uh, then I talked to her. I was like, did I get the time zone right? Am I am I correct about this? She's like, No, yeah, you're totally fine. And you know, that just that was a complete it's almost like I dropped like a 20 pound uh backpack off of my back. I was, oh my God, I was ecstatic. I was like, oh my God, I got that right. And then it kind of started I started kind of alleviating um the amount of anxiety I had as the interview went on. Every now and then I would kind of have these moments where I'd be like, oh, crap, she's about to end uh, her. She's about to end her part of the conversation. Now I have to I have to I have to make sure I throw something out there or else. Um, so there there is a lot that goes into these mental health chats. It, it, it isn't exactly easy for me just because I've done um, I, I guess it would be. I guess at this point it would be nine published, um, but I guess ten done in all in all, and then three of those were on Omegle, uh, and it it seems like, you know, because I'm looking at the, I'm looking at it myself. I'm like, wow, I must be really good at talking to people. And then once I look back, because I have to watch these interviews while I'm editing like multiple times, and I'm just like, oh my god, did I really ask him that? And but I just want to let you guys know that. <laughs> Excuse me. Besides going through puberty, um, one of the things that I think happens with people with anxiety is we let ourselves, we define ourselves as as ang as anxious people, as you know, we we define ourselves sometimes 
as anxiety, right? Like, hi, my name's anxiety. How are you? Well, all, all of a sudden that puts you in a box. And it, I wanted to kind of talk about something that I was talking about in a uh, Bible study group that we were talking about. And it was um, kind of figuring or, um, you know, it was talking about the Lord and he would call you by the name. And sorry about the, I think there's a mower outside. Um, but you, he would talk about the name, not that he would call you by a new name once you got to heaven, that kind of thing. Um, just, just roughly speaking. And I thought it was, it, I thought it was fascinating because when you think about, when you think about the, the idea that it's like, wow, like I've been called, you know, my name, I, I've been called lucky my whole life. I don't really know what would happen if I was called something else. You know, obviously there are nicknames. There's, you know, my brother used to call me Lucky Duck when I was little. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of things. Obviously, people get my name wrong quite a bit because it's spelled L-A-K-I and I pronounce it Lucky. But, you know, it, it really made me think like, you know, does that mean that we're not judged by the labels that we put ourselves in? And I just want to get this out of the way. I think labels are extremely necessary. Because even by in a fundamental, to a fundamental level, like if I'm looking for pork and you put beef on it, or if there's no labels anywhere, how am I going to know what I'm buying, right? Um, you know, there's, there's obvious things. And even to a racial degree, I mean, we do need to know what race we are. Because I'll give you an example. When I was very, or actually, when I was little, when I wasn't even born, uh, my... Uh, usually there are tests, especially when you're older. My mom had me when uh, she was 37, 35, uh, she was past 35. So she, they had to do extra testing to make sure, um, I, I think there's a, a higher risk of, 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 of your baby getting, uh, like down syndrome, things like that. Uh, just more complications in general, if you're past a certain age for, uh, as a woman. And one of the things that, they usually test people for is i think it's called fibromyalgia um i'm gonna look this up real quick because i don't want to but it's basically a it's basically a uh a disease where you built up you build up mucus um hold on let me think here let me see here troubles of memory oh that's not that is not what i was thinking about um nope that's not the right <laughs> okay good thing i didn't say that out loud but anyway um i'm not a, i'm not a doctor but uh anyway um it is it was a, a disease and maybe somebody could help me when it, whenever somebody actually listens to these podcasts but uh um it's basically where you have a, a mucus buildup and all this kind of stuff and you know very terrible disease a lot of kids end up dying very prematurely to it um and the doctor was going to test me or test uh, me in the womb for it. But uh, when he heard what my dad was, which was, I mean, basically full Samoan or full Pacific Islander, um, they decided not to test me because Pacific Islanders do not get this particular disease. Um, it's not, uh, it's one of those things where if one of the parents doesn't have it, you can't get it. And Pacific Islanders just don't get it for some reason. And uh, so, yeah, I think, like I said, I think labels are very important, but, I think it's also kind of like putting yourself in a box in some in some aspects, you know. Um, one of the ways, I guess, I'll, I'll give you an example of this is uh, one of the ways that uh, I put myself in a box was when I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm Samoan." So uh, people that don't know Samoans are very 
big built people. So a lot of them go into football, rugby, um, very physical sports. And I was just like, man, I don't, I don't like any of I don't like football. I don't like rugby. I don't really like any of those things. Um, I'm just, I just wasn't interested, not trying to um, put down people that are into those things, but it's just like, well, I'm not really into those things. Uh, it, it feel, you know, it felt like practice. It felt like I was going to, you know, practice every day. It didn't feel like, oh yeah, like, oh, this is really fun. It was like, oh man, I hope I, I hope I get better at this, even though I don't like it, you know, that kind of thing. And then I discovered martial arts and really enjoyed, uh, really enjoyed my time with that. Now I don't do that anymore. I'm a, more of a, a, just a weightlifter generally. Um, and I, I love it. You know, I've been weightlifting for, since I was maybe a junior in high school. Um, and I, yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. But when I was in martial arts, I was just like, man, how am I going to get good at this? And then there was this uh, mixed martial artist named Mark Hunt, and I, I have his, I still have his book, um, Born to Fight. Uh, highly recommend it. It is great, especially if you want to know a little bit more about the Samoan culture, but also if you just want to know about a great mixed martial artist in, in general. Um, but he was one of the people that inspired me to, because I was like, oh, look at that guy. Like, yeah, he's, you know, he's big and all that kind of stuff. And, but you know, he's, he's. A lot of people kind of said like, oh yeah, he's just a knockout artist. But I mean, he is, but he's very technical about it as well. And he's got a lot of, he's not just a stand there and bang guy, although he does do that. Uh, so, you know, depending on who he's fighting, but um, you know, just the techniques that he use, you can tell he's high level in striking. It, you can tell he's a high level striker and it gave me hope just seeing that. And I was like, you know, why did I even put myself in this box? Why did I say that I couldn't do these things because I was Samoan or because, you know, just because people said that, oh yeah, you, you know, every Samoan plays football or does this or does that, you know, I was in the marching band and, uh, funny enough, I have a, um, uh, I have a half sister, um, who I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never actually met, uh, because she were half sisters through my father. Um, and you know, she, apparently she did marching band as well. And, um, yeah, it's, it's weird, you know, it's like, so once you put that anxiety label on yourself, it becomes very much like, oh, like, so I'm just anxious and I'm never going to get over this. Well, to a certain degree, I guess, yes. Um, you don't like in my, in terms of me, like I was very anxious before I did an interview. Um, but I wanted to come on here to kind of give you guys, um, the hope that even if you don't think you can do something. Um, I hope that you still try because I feel like failure is a lot better than inactivity uh, just in the, in the long run, maybe not in that moment. Cause you, you, you know, when you fail, you're just like, Oh my God, I failed. And you know, now I'm going to look terrible. I'm going to be embarrassed. Oh man, this is going to be terrible. And you know, I mean, that's a very valid feeling, you know, first off, I don't want to, diss anybody that's feeling that because that's basically how I feel half the time when I fail things in life. Um, but I wanted to kind of give you guys some insight on, I guess, behind the scenes action of how I feel before I do any of these mental health chats. Like they're not easy for me by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I was, I didn't show Devin this, but um, before the interview happened, I have like four or five pages of notes about her just like about her that i got from her video that's why i like about um that's why i like about interviewing youtubers in particular is that i have things to look at where i won't 
get thrown off. Like, uh, you know, I, I know that she suffered from trauma. I didn't want to bring up that trauma just in case it was too much for her to, to, you know, go back to in the middle of the video. So I knew that's something that I had to not dance around, but to a certain degree, uh, use, use, uh, Maybe just talk about the treatment for that trauma and not talk about the trauma itself. Exactly, that's kind of more of what I wanted to talk. Uh, more of the way I brought the conversation. Now, actually, funny enough, she was actually completely fine with what we were talking about and was very, very open. So it was it worked out really well. But you know, I think one of the things is that uh, you know you look at people and you look at people that are I'm not trying to say this for myself, but when you look at people that are successful, you kind of just assume that things come easy to them. And then you start to realize that, you know, maybe they were living under a bridge at some point. They were doing this. Um, you know, there's a, a gentleman uh, named, what's, uh, I cannot remember his name. I, I think it's Tim Poole, um, but he was on the Joe Rogan Experience uh, a couple of times. Kind of a controversial figure. So I, I don't, I just want to bring him up for this reason. You could, pers- you, you can't deny that he isn't successful in what he does. Um, more of a political uh commentator i don't really watch his stuff all that much but i do think he has some interesting things to say and you know he at one point he was homeless you know and now he's getting paid to talk do and do much more i I don't want to i don't want to stop it right there but you know he's he's really good at it and but he did have to be homeless for a little bit and he did have to you know kind of be at the uh kind of hit that rock bottom place you know um, and that's kind of what my I want my channel to be about is to to be some type of hope for people to say like you know just because you're in a terrible position now doesn't mean that you can't be in a great position later. Uh, also, in that Bible study group, uh, one of the the people brought up uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what it but he he basically was a, a lawyer for death row inmates. Um, and you know people who did terrible things probably you know i i didn't know the whole story but that would if you're going to death row you probably weren't there for stealing stealing somebody's hamburger but you know i i just remember him talking and he was he was saying that uh, one of the quotes that he that he said or the lawyer said was uh was you're not as bad as the worst thing that you've ever done or you're better than the worst thing you've ever done. So, something along the lines of that. And it really struck me as something because I feel like that's just how we look at ourselves. And I mean, I guess I'll just speak for myself in particular. Like each each time I try and do these mental health chats or I try and do a YouTube video or something like that, I keep thinking that it's like, man, I'm not, what have I done to really deserve an audience? What have I done to deserve anything? you know, in that, in that respect. And I think me just continuing to hammer these, these podcasts out, even though nobody's listening, I I get that. That's fine. But even though nobody's really listening to these, I want, you know, maybe some, at some point, one person, one person will listen. And for that one person, I would just want to get the message across that, you know, there is more to this life than whatever you're going through right now. And 
that life is just so much bigger than one moment. You know, it's just so many, it's made of so many moments, you know. I just, I think about this a lot and I, I think about what could have happened. I, I think about what could have happened if I hadn't got the help that I needed. Now, I don't, I don't want to say that I would have taken my own life, but uh, there were, it was definitely getting tougher to go on the way I was. And I always think about what I would have missed out on, you know? And I think that's why I'm just so thankful for pretty much every day that I wake up. It's just so inspiring to, to wake up and be like, Oh my God, like I made it. I made it another day. I know those are really low standards and I don't want to, um, you know, obviously people that win like golden globes or win uh, Nobel peace prizes and all that kind of stuff like that. That's now that is real big achievement. But, you know, for me, I just, I really had to lower my standards or lower my, I, get, I, I had to have realistic expectations of myself and I had to stop uh, really I had to stop really uh, comparing myself to other people because um, one of the things that we, we even talked about during the mental health chat was just kind of individualized treatment. And I think that's just the way in, we have to do things in real life too, you know? Um, just to give me an example, you know, she's got a, a, a physical condition where she can't really eat vegetables. Um, and I eat one humongous meal every single day. And then uh, I don't eat anything for the rest of the day just water and coffee basically. And I think that's important, uh, an important metaphor for kind of the things that we go to through in real life or in our regular daily lives, because you can't really compare yourself to somebody else because what if it doesn't work for you? Right. You know, um, give you an example. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger did this very famous speech where he said, you know, I don't know why people have a plan a plan B because like a safety net, because I only ever wanted this. So why would I ever think about doing something else? I think for some people that wouldn't work. Some people would need that plan B, but for people like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's, you know, just obviously he's gotten to where he is now and that's great for him, but that wouldn't probably wouldn't work for everybody. You know, you have to kind of take what works for you and kind of figure it out through trial and error what actually does work for you. And I think that's really important. And just because you fail in life or you're not doing so well or you're not doing as well as somebody else, it doesn't mean that that is a sign to give up on on going forward. You know, as long as you're and to quote something from uh, Luke Cage, I think uh, I'm trying to remember the character, but I'm not completely sure. I think his name was Pops but not completely sure. He would say to Luke Cage, um, he would say, uh, always forward, never backwards. Something along the lines of that. And I really hold that uh, in my heart even today. And I think it's a great, uh, I think, A, it's a great uh, phrase. And I think it's a great way to end the podcast today. So, uh, so guys, just, uh, just remember to, uh, to, yeah, always, no matter what, through failure, through success, just remember that there is another day waiting for you. And obviously not every one of us can say that, but the ones that can just consider yourselves very lucky and take hold of the life that you are given. Thank you for listening to the Mental Health Casual podcast. Hope you have a great day.